0: The Lord be with you and with spirit our reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, No one can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or what your body, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wild flowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field which grows today and is thrown out into the oven tomorrow, Will he not much more provide for you, O you of little faith? So do not worry and say, what are we to eat? Or what are we to drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. The Gospel of the Lord. Pleasure and fear are strong motivators, strong impulses that we all have. When done and used rightly, they can lead a weak or feeble person to do, to do heroic and amazing things. When used wrongly, they can lead to the desolation of thousands or many people. All right. So for instance... Pleasure that leads me to love more. The pleasure I get from doing God's will, from following His commandments, from loving my neighbor more than myself. That's a good type of pleasure to seek after and to to be led by. And fear that uh, mediates and, and holds down my passions is a good fear. A fear of going too far, a fear of doing what isn't right. That's a good fear. But when I'm led about by my passions, when my passions are about me or something other than God, it can lead to destruction. In our culture today, we seem to be increasingly more preoccupied with the instantaneous, thoughtless, passion, pleasure, or passionate pleasure. All right? So, for instance, in the last ten years, the number of people, men and women, regularly accessing pornography has skyrocketed has skyrocketed. And, it, and here's the other challenge with this, is that our pleasure principle has gone more and more toward the instantaneous, and then we're more and more afraid to admit to someone that I'm wrong, or that I might not be doing something right. And so we're, we're crippling ourselves emotionally and c- crippling ourselves in relationships because of this fear. All right? So this is an example of how pleasure and fear can be both a good and a bad thing. And when we get into that bad habit, when we have something that we're consumed by, when we have something with that pleasure that is all-consuming and takes up all of our time and focus and leads us astray, then we can start to think, like the Israelites in the first, that God has somehow abandoned me. Or even worse, like Adam and Eve, we can think that I am or I want to be like God, that I'm the one in control, that this isn't necessarily a bad thing. And you can see how easily it can twist and pervert our moral life, our spiritual life. We see this, I can almost guarantee, in our friends and in our family. That it's one thing leads to another, and we see more and more of the physical world and all that it provides and all that it has in terms of its goods, and those become all-consuming, and we turn slowly but surely away from the transcendent, that which is immaterial, that which is eternal. And so today, Jesus challenges us. You know, he's not telling us just sit idly by and I will serve. But do what you're created to do and you will have your just reward. Be the man or the woman that I have created you to be and you will be satisfied. Jesus is challenging us not necessarily to check our passions, not necessarily to check our impulses, but to check our motivation. Are we seeking after things because they bring me gratification and pleasure or because they are of real value and service to God and neighbor? The bird has what the bird needs because the bird is only preoccupied and only occupied with being a bird, being what it was created to be. The same with the grass in the field. And it is so for us. When we strive to be something other than what we are, We start to fail, we start to falter, we start to see less and less of God, and it becomes easier for us to move away from God, to justify poor decisions, bad decisions, our own inadequacies and shortcomings. And yet, as St. Paul tells us today, to help us kind of realign and refocus here, is that we are servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. We are first and foremost created to be of service to God and to steward his mysteries to others. To be in love and to be loved by God and to overflow with that and to share that with other people. We have been given a gift so that we can give it away. Jesus says elsewhere in the Gospel of Matthew, freely you have received, freely you are to give. And this is what St. Paul is encouraging us to recognize. And on Wednesday, we will enter into Lent, a season of penance, of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, a season that helps us to strip away the vestiges, to get down to our basic motivations. And so it is for each of us as we prepare for Lent, and as we prepare to do some form of prayer, an increased form of prayer, an increased form of fasting, an increased form of almsgiving, why are we doing that? To be clear and perhaps a bit too blunt, if you are desiring to lose weight this Lent by fasting and that's your sole desire, don't do that. That's not a good thing. Lent isn't here for you to look good on spring break. Lent is here for us to recognize and to become more focused and better Christians, to be a better disciple. To take away those things that get in the way so that we can be a better man or woman for Christ and for others. And so it is my encouragement to each of us as we prepare for Lent to be simple, to be like the bird of the air or the grass, to simply be as best we can what God has created us to do, to focus on something that is simple, something that is attainable, and something that helps us focus more of our life, more of our love, more of our very being On Christ Jesus who has given us his life who literally died for each and every one of us whatever our struggles whatever our challenges are now or have been in the past God wants to walk with us in those even if our pleasures are completely consuming our life God wants to walk with us in that even if we are crippled by fear Of what others might think or fear of standing up or fear of whatever God wants to walk with us and so this coming week we begin that journey or we continue that journey or we simply just augment that journey and so the challenge is for each of us how will you how will I how will we walk with Christ and be motivated by him his cross and his glory.